Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Mikhail. I'm Marissa Mikhail. And I'm Victor Miguel. And if you put two people in a room long enough, they're going to snug. Nice. Where did you think I was going to go? Pervert. I thought Pervert. you were, were going to say the F word. <laughs> we are here today with episode seven of season four of, oh my God, I almost said six feet under, Dexter, <laughs> titled Slack Tide. Do you know what we're in right now? Oh God. Phase two. I saw you counting the numbers on your fingers. <laughs> yes, we are in phase two of season four and we're very close to uh the phase, phase three that's not at, at all um last week <laughs> last week we uh the last thing we wanted to talk about was the title of the episode was if i had a hammer yeah so i'm gonna read you something off a dexter wiki site uh if i had a hammer is the title of a folk song written in 1949 by pete Seeger. the song became an anthem anthem of the civil rights movement i could read it or whatever but so, uh, this website says, in this episode, Dexter is amazed that Trinity doesn't even have to bother to hide the hammer he used to murder the men with recently. In fact, he uses it as openly as he builds his house. At the end of the episode, Arthur gives the hammer to Dexter as a gift. So there's that. Nice. Suck on that. I did an episode with our friend Colton. We did a what if episode, uh, just sort of change some things around on Dexter and Boardwalk Empire. It's on our feed, so... I'm not allowed to listen to it, though. No, because I reveal if I am or am not cheating on you. So Cool. <laughs> I also wanted to get to the Twitter. Actually, you know what? I'm going to save the story from Twitter from our friend Brad uh, for the second half. That being said, this episode, Slack Tide, your primer, Marissa, Mikhail, I, and begin. I think it's very strange how close Dexter chooses to get to the people he's going to kill. You know what's so funny about that? I have that as a question like why you're a copycat. I'm not a copycat. You copycat me if anything. Um I was gonna ask like what do you think of the fact that Dexter is not killing Trinity? Yeah, I guess um, you know, this isn't always the case, but it is super strange how close He's getting to him and it's like, I feel like that just makes everything riskier. But then at the same time, like... Makes what riskier, if I could ask you to elaborate? Just riskier in the sense that we know Dexter's going to kill him or at least wants to kill him. Right. Um. So if he, you know, kind of has this closer friendship to him when Dexter does, you know, go after him, like, you know, he may get caught. Things like, there's just all these extra added strings attached, you know, with that sort of relationship. I'm asking you this sort of as like a, almost as an obvious, at least I think it is. Um, do you know why Dexter is not killing him yet? I think he likes talking with him and he's getting like parental advice. Right. Yeah. Okay. And the fact that he's like, he's not like the next door neighbor who's a parent. This is like actually someone who's very much like Dexter. Yeah. That's someone he can like relate to who's kind of been successful at what he does. And kind of like Harry says, like... He kind of is a role model because I think Dexter would love to be there in 30 years or whoever when he's Trinity's age, Arthur's yeah. age, like to have this family who just fucking loves him so much and all this stuff. And, you know, um, and like he says, like, I can't even get past my newborn. <laughs> and here's this guy 
been doing this for 30 years, yeah. and, you know. Um, so our episode starts out with Dexter and Rita, the kids, all on a boat, and it's calm, and it's sort of where Dexter gives us the, um, the definition of what a slack tide is. And it's when the tide is not coming in or going, it's just perfectly still, which is sort of this episode, like right until the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you agree that these past two weeks, the episodes are a little bit slower? Um, This episode, yeah, this episode was definitely a little slower. This episode kind of gets knocked for being a little bit slower. Why are you? I'm, I'm not doing anything. Um, I personally like this episode. I think I and and I was I was watching it. I was like, all right, I definitely see why it's like slower and why it's all that. But I think what I also really like is how much like boating there is. Yeah, There's a lot on the water. A lot. It's a bright yeah. episode, if that makes any sense at all. Sure. You know? uh, this is where we do learn that Deb took over, is taking over Dexter's place. I yes. brought that up last Spoiler episode. Alert. Well, yeah. Um, and we we get sort of brought into this al- alligator. Right, and there's an arm. This yeah. alligator ate an arm. Uh, do you have anything on this at this point where they sort of find this arm in this alligator? Just that that is not like, um, I don't want to say that it's common, but that's like definitely not that unusual in South Florida. Like, if there is like an alligator attack, they'll usually find the alligator, kill it, take the body parts out. If, um, it, like I, I think that there was one time that they just they found just a really huge alligator and maybe they killed it and they found like random body parts yeah. that they didn't know. Like this isn't so out of the realm. Well, it wasn't not too long ago, if you remember. Yeah, uh, uh, an alligator killed a woman. Yeah, and um, I think it was Davy. Right. Yeah, and. Alligator just legit killed her. Yeah, um, they say but like this, this wasn't what the same thing that happened. But go ahead. Yeah, like so definitely, um, people native to Florida know that you like can't just go like swimming in our lakes and and um, you know, pretty much go anywhere near the water for that for that matter. But uh, this woman, I guess, was walking her dog, and the alligator went after the dog, and she tried to save the dog, and the alligator went after her. Um, and I mean, they're just, they're like living dinosaurs. They're insane. Yeah. I want to take this moment to bring up Shark Valley. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So, uh, Google Shark Valley, uh, Google Shark Valley. And if you don't want to Google it to give you the, the shortest explanation, it's this 15 mile trail, like seven miles South, eight miles back North that you can walk, run, or what we did bicycle ride. And even though it's called Shark Valley, you have this road and you're surrounded by like, for lack of a better term, swampy area. Yeah, it's in Everglades National Park. And all there is is fucking alligators. So I took- And you're just biking by and we were literally playing a game. <laughs> Call it out when you see it. And yeah. Like, One, two, three. Yeah. And Victor sounded like he had Tourette's because after every turn and he saw an alligator, he was just perfectly Like a normal cursing. human being. <laughs> Instead of being like, oh, that's an alligator. So yesterday, actually... It was really funny. And it's really scary. <laughs> um, so I have my notes sort of broken up into three things. Uh, I guess like Dexter and Trinity. Uh, Dexter killing John Farrow. Um, sort of Deb stuff. Okay. Um... I guess you want to start with the Deb investigating because that's sort of the, the lowest yeah. of the thing. Um, so Deb is still investigating Harry's past. Which I like just don't get. It's a little odd because they seem to pick it up and drop it off 
whenever they feel, you know, like it kind of wasn't brought up for an episode and all of a sudden it's there and and everything. I just also feel as if it's not like she's investigating Harry's past to see like what nationality he is or where their like their family heritage is from. Like she's investigating it because she believes that he was cheating on their mother. Like so then when you kind of find out that that is correct, that that's true, it's like, how can you get so upset about it? That's that's why you're doing this whole investigation. I found it super odd. And I, and I was trying to put myself in the shoes of being like, okay, you know, if you're trying to find out if your parent, you already know your parent was cheating on your mother. Is it that much of a leap? And I'll let you be like the arbiter here. Is it that much of a leap to be like, oh, he was sleeping around with other women? That would just kind of, I, I don't feel like, I feel like the bombshell is finding out Definitely. they were cheating. After that point, and it's like also, like, she's surrounded by cops. Yeah. And Harry wasn't the only cop. Like, you know what I mean? And I guess if it's your parent, it's different. But it's like, I just feel like it, it should have been expected once she finds out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just think, you know, if it doesn't change anything in your everyday life presently, then, and, you know, and you, you hear this this negative news about a family member, just why look into it? Or if you do look into it, you can't get so upset when it's true. Yeah, like if you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, if I'm, there is some witty <laughs> saying about that. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about, <laughs> but yeah. I can't think of it now. Did you hear what Valerie Hodges was about to tell Deb? Well, no, what? <laughs> so she, you know, we Deb meets up with this Valerie Hodges, who was one of Harry's CIs, yeah. and then Deb's like, "Hey, did you ever have a romantic relationship?" Um, and you know, she starts going into it because she thinks she's there to to be like a new CI again. Mm-hmm. And Deb's just really investigating Harry. And she's like, there's a moment right before Deb like cuts the uh, meeting short. Yeah. And she's like, Harry used to love this one thing I used to do that. And then Deb like cuts her off. Well, he was Harry the Hound. Well, was she going to tell Deb what sexual things I her think father so. liked? Like, yeah, I what think is, so. Like, you I know, know, know what I mean? Uh, it is so weird. Um... So this prompts Deb to just be like, all right, you know what? Fuck this investigating. I'm well, out. She should have said day one, but whatever. So she hands the files over to Dexter to just like, hey, take care of this for me. Blah, blah, blah. Um, little fact nugget that we saw that Dexter goes to shred Laura Moser's file. I don't want to get into this now because I don't have like enough research, but Dexter starts making the conclusion that if she looks into Laura Moser, she will find out that rudy was his brother and the extra killer and the the killing and all that um but like rita knows his mother was killed i don't think does deb not know that yeah i guess that's weird i guess she has would to know deb, that would deb be able to con- would you be able to connect i i don't know I, i'm asking the question and i know i'm gonna get like some like exp- explanation or everything i just think it's weird rita knows it deb doesn't but whatever when deb dexter goes to shred the file we find out well the little like camera goof or whatever but she he's actually shredding the the woman who died in this episode carrazzo and it's not laura moser's yeah you know um but then he stops because he can't shred the actual picture of his mother um also quinn asked batista if him and laguerta are knocking boots getting frisky getting some action bumping and grinding in the bone zone damn um and batista takes this moment to be like all right i'm going to make sure quinn doesn't ask this again and he doesn't 
and I'm going to tell him he's wrong and he freaks out on Quinn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which like just completely solidifies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know if I have anything else going on with them because again, LaGuardia's looking at Batista's culo and... Yeah. You got anything there? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that part of the storyline was rather weak this week. This week. Uh, man, see, my notes are all over the place. What's new? <laughs> man, I feel like we're about to have a super short episode. Wow. <laughs> uh, um, so on the break, we have to find out some things? Yeah. Again, we need like five things. Well, I, I, I guess... Well, do you want to? Um, this isn't this isn't much of anything, but do you have anything more on like Quinn and Dexter and that whole? I have that tied into what sort of happens. Okay. Because um, it's just hard because it's like some of it's Dex and Deb, but l- let's let's. Th- there's a story brewing right with Christine Hill trying to interview Deb. Yeah. Deb's recovering from her being shot from Trinity and Lundy dying right, and you know Dexter sort of intervenes to get Christine to get off Deb. Yeah. Uh, and then like Dexter. So Quinn intervenes, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's anyone's here business. Right. Like Quinn ha- kind of has a point. Like, why is this your business? But and also like, Deb says Dexter handle this for me. Sure. I, I guess I'm saying it's like, like Quinn's like, Hey, this is not your, none of your business. Like, and all of a sudden, he's like sticking up for a cop, uh, a girl he's met however many before. And also, when Christine approached Quinn about it, he was like, absolutely not, no way. Right. And so yeah, why yeah. are you yeah. getting on Dexter? And also, if it's not, is it, if it's none of Dexter's business, then how in the sure world? In yeah. Yours. How that's in what the I, world that's what is it Quinn's business? Especially when maybe Quinn would have some grounds if, and I know that Quinn didn't necessarily hear this, but if we did not hear Deb say Dexter handle this for me, right? You know, but either way, I mean, that's family versus yeah. partner. Yeah, that you know, I would just imagine too to like, like Quinn says, like you, like we just said, like sure, Deb's his brother. I'm sorry, yeah, Deb and Dexter are brothers, but also Quinn's her partner. Yeah, and she says, and he says that, and it's kind of like. Hey, like, no, back off, like, you know, just an odd when, little turn. And when Christine brought it up to him, to Quinn, it wasn't even like a, well, I don't know if that's, it, yeah, was, it was like, like an no, absolutely not. No. Yeah. Like, you're not going to mention it. You're not going to. So I don't know how, I feel like this episode, Quinn's a little bitch. Well, I guess what we, what we are sort of discussing is just sort of the writers just needed to spark something to get Quint to follow Dexter this episode. I guess. You know what I mean? So it's like, I know that this little feud between Dexter and Quint has mm-hmm. been brewing now for mm-hmm. a couple episodes, but I don't know if I like truly even get it. Well, let's just, and I know, I know you know this, but let's just like come to a point. They're at a crime. Well, first, Dexter messes up the case from Benny Gomez. Yeah. Episode one. Yeah. And then Dexter, Quinn's really hard on Dexter. Dexter then catches Quinn stealing money. Right. So then Quinn tries to butter Dexter up. Dolphins tickets. Yeah. Football. This and that. And then kind of got dropped. Right. Because it's kind of like, damn, Dexter doesn't, you can't like buy Dexter off. And then actually what we end up finding out is Dexter doesn't even care. Yeah. Like just leave my sister out of it and I don't care what you do. And then it kind of pops up this episode. But this episode, I feel like Quinn and kind of Dexter, but more so Quinn, I guess, um, is just so like antagonizing to him, like he's just pressing him. That it's just like, dude, did I miss something? I mean, 
I cannot believe, even though I can, like when there are, when Dexter's helping Deb move in and like Quinn shows up and he's like, you kept your own apartment and a married man? Like who does that? It's like, yo, yo, mind your own fucking goddamn business. I know. Like who the hell are you? There's, but you're right. He's so antagonistic. Yeah. And it's just like, where did this come from? Like, and again, like we've been watching it together. We've been watching it with all of you guys out there listening. Like it's I, like, I don't think I missed anything. It just seems like this episode, it was turned up a notch and I like didn't know where it came from and I guess you're right that it's just the writers needed some reason for Quinn to follow him but it's just like a bit much while not, and, and a little like a bit unbelievable while, to just have that much yeah. you know while not knowing this even though like the the there's not as much out there in terms of deleted scenes from Dexter I almost think there's none I would love if someone could find a deleted scene um, Don't you agree with me that there's just like a piece missing? Well, what I was going to get to is I feel like there's a scene missing. Yeah. There was this episode because this episode is longer than others. It's 52. Well, no. Yeah. All the Dexter episodes come in right around this time. Um, and we've seen it brewing for a little while, but it just seems like this episode in particular. There was something missing because something it stopped, was turned up. It stopped once Deb got shot. Like those yeah. two episodes where Dexter goes and chases uh, Zoe Kruger from... Uh, Dex takes a holiday and then Dirty Harry and even the guy kind of last week, it kind of got put to the side. But yes, I, I do feel I'm with you. There's something yeah. missing. Um, all that all of that being said, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy someone being like, like it, it, it's funny because like I just said like, who the fuck are you, Quinn, to say that to another man? But it's also it's like someone called Dexter out on his bullshit. While I'm not disagreeing with you, I do enjoy it. I feel like it's just like a dogs all over again. Yes. So it's like now he has someone at work that's... Let me tell you, if we were in 2009, this is all the discussion was, is Quinn the new dope? Yeah. Is what everyone discusses. Yeah, that's just, that's exactly how I felt. And it's kind of like him and Dokes and the tension and like the animosity that they had between each other was so good that that can never be like replicated yeah. in my opinion obviously yeah. I, I still yeah. have seasons to watch but that can't be duplicated you know so now it's like okay so is Quinn gonna be the new dokes in this scenario and it's just not gonna be as good well then that's just lame you know yeah, yeah. well we'll we'll get there we'll get there because this the Quinn Dexter storyline definitely takes a very interesting turn but yeah we'll, we'll, we'll. and then also and not to talk about this much or whatever, but it seems like there's there's some sexual tension between Quinn and Deb. You caught that, huh? Yeah. I mean, if you put two people in a room long enough. That's true. They will snug. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that started. I remember watching this being like, that's weird that they didn't like go in for a kiss or like start amping that up more. Yeah. This episode, I, um, I don't, I don't want to say too much. I want to go back a moment to when Deb is moving into her apartment, sure. Dexter's old apartment, and she goes to turn on the air conditioner. I think we need to readdress how absurd it is in that huge apartment with all those windows. That apartment is powered, gets cooled down by a single <laughs> window unit. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and I bring up the windows because that room will get significantly hotter. Science. Than you know if it if it those were just walls yeah um absurd that it's one window unit and I guess he could have central air and blah 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 no, uh, he definitely doesn't though we to get back to the John Farrow case we learned that the this arm belongs to this Miss Carrazzo who is a model 
uh, for this John Farrow, and he comes in for questioning. I've said, I, I've mentioned it already that this episode kind of gets shit for being like a slow and whatever sure. episode. Um, part of it to me, and I, I, in my head I was laughing while we were watching. I mean, this dude is being brought in for questioning for murder. Mm-hmm. And this dude just straight up goes to the detective interviewing yeah. him. I want to get you and I want to rough you up. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like cheesy bad, but it's also, it's like, my God, can the writers do a better job with that? Yeah. Making the, this is so ham fisted. Like, it's just so like, it's cringy, honestly, for yeah. me. Yeah. And I love, I love, season four is top. I guess I, I'm like coming down the middle of like, I still like this episode, but it is also kind of. That, like, that was come on, pretty guy. ridiculous. And I feel like. Later in the episode, when we get to the club and things like that, and you kind of see the status that Pharaoh is, maybe it's a little bit more. Sure. Maybe he is maybe, this ridiculous. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you can understand it more because it does seem like he is a is a pretty big, I mean, he whips a girl's boob out and starts <laughs> sucking on it in a nightclub. Like, it definitely seems like he's. You know, like this, like high status, say whatever you want. And also, like, maybe in his head, he's like, I know I didn't do it. I know I have a tons of money and tons of lawyers. So, like, this yeah, is whatever, let me act you know. Like this. But I do agree with you that we didn't really know that about him yeah. at that moment. And yeah. yeah, when I was watching you too, I was just like, who in, like, no one would say that, no matter how, you know. But I guess not, after. At least not to a cop. No, a cop that's investigating you. you. Right. Yeah. He may say that to a woman for sure. Right. But I guess um, after, you know, as you see the episode play out, maybe you could see his like, that that is just his character. I yeah. still find it hard to believe, but it's just one of those things that you see his mannerisms a little bit more and you could say like, oh, well, maybe, yeah, he is that outrageous, you know? To get to that point, Miami Metro cannot secure a search warrant, so Dexter has to sort of go do his own thing. Um, so Dexter goes to the studio. He pulls out this... Do you know what luminol is? No. He's mentioned it before. It's how you could detect blood. Yeah, I've seen that spray mentioned before. I, I just yeah. didn't remember the name. Um, And, you know, he finds the blood and we find the nail in this little cork board where there was like a struggle, whatever. Uh, this isn't a nitpick. This is just more like telling you how it actually goes while I don't work in any sort of crime field. Like, because Dexter finds the nail, goes to where the arm is and pulls it out of this, this mm-hmm. morgue cooler the medical examiner would have that. Yeah. Like if you die under like any whatever, the medical examiners take the body and go to their morgue that police don't have. Just they can't. And again, we are, we do live in a heightened reality. I'm sorry. We are watching a show that has a heightened <laughs> reality. Um, Dexter just wouldn't have access to this where you could just yeah. pull the arm out. Uh, this I'm bringing this up to say this happens in season six in a terrible way and it's so cringy. But I just wanted to bring that up. So Dexter, because, and we'll, we'll talk about this in the other storyline, Dexter has to go in a happy sailor's, is it young, no, young sailors. Yeah, young sailors retreat or something, yeah. yeah. It's an overnight camping and yeah. has to sort of rush to kill Pharaoh tonight and everything. Were you ever a Boy Scout or any of that? Uh, I was not. And I don't know, I feel like I remember like wanting to do it, but not really because it was sort Like of, you wanted to, but you were like too shy? No, I was just more like, I don't think that looks fun. <laughs> like it was, but if you, if you, were you ever a Girl Scout? No. My sister, my brother was a Boy Scout and my dad was like his leader or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my sister was a brownie 
and I am the youngest and I feel like any of that kind of parenting just like went out the window with me. (laughs) I I feel like there was a clear line of like kids who became Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts or whatever and kids that weren't. Yeah. Did you ever play any sports when you were younger? No. You never did did Uh, any recreational activities? Let's play the newlywed game. (laughs) I I did ballet and tap when I lived in New York. So Uh I was five or six. And when there was a, and also you have to imagine like, this is like, like seriously, I mean, maybe like first grade I was in. So I, could you imagine like the performance? And when the performance came up, I told my mom I, I wanted to quit. I was too, <laughs> I was too scared to perform. That's funny. That's all I did. I, I yeah, I kind of wanted to be a Boy Scout, but uh, it just because you remember like that, even the colors were like khaki and and everything. It was just like none of it looked fun to me. Uh, but I imagine you learn a lot, especially as a kid doing that stuff. Yeah. You know? Um. So we see like Dexter goes to with a club where Pharaoh is, um, and we see trailing him is Quinn. And it's also kind of like, so if they don't like each other, that's fine. But it's like, why would Quinn follow him? And it's like we've already had to get past the point that like Dexter doesn't sleep at night and has all this extra free time during the day to you know do whatever he does but now it's like really what is quinn following dexter for i'll tell you what when you say it like i i there is so there is so much stuff that i could nitpick and i'm trying to like draw bring that back because it's not fun but if you're bringing it up it's kind of like you're a first timer you know what i mean and i'm with you I guess to like move the conversation forward, if Quinn caught Dexter, what? Cheating yeah. on his wife? Yeah. Um, That's still none of his business. Quinn wasn't there to find Dexter killing someone. Right. But all of this being said, doesn't it raise a lot of suspicion that Dexter is at a club that John Farrow is at, who's under investigation for murder, and Quinn follows him there. But does Quinn see Farrow? No. Or would you just assume that he kind of knew he was there because, like, even when Dexter walks up, he's like, I'm on Pharaoh's list. So, right. like, you would just assume that, is that what you're trying to say? Uh, yeah, there's just a, I don't know. And I, I just, hate, I hate, here we are, I'm nitpicking the fuck out of this at this point. And I hate the way Dexter goes to that woman. It's like, oh, my God, that's Quinn. And that girl's like, oh, oh, my God, oh, my, I, I have to go. Are I you know. Quinn? It's like, what? The only thing I will say, though, is that my mom and I went to New York, oh, my gosh, 11 years ago, 12 years ago. Did we you were, get Dextered? We were walking around in the city, and oh, I got no. Dextered. So there was like a group of people all huddled together. So my mom and I are like, oh my God, what's going on? And they were like, oh, it's the rapper Common. Now I've heard of Common, like obviously, but I would not know what he looks like. So I was like, mom, like we have to go. And like, we like, I made my mom walk like two blocks or something down to like go. And then, and then it was like, we saw him and I didn't, I felt so cheesy to ask for like a picture or like I don't like I don't know you I never would have known you off the street you know so I totally got dextered but um <laughs> but yeah like what is Quinn following him to find out like I feel like when Dokes was after him Dokes truly believed that Dexter was up to no good and also Dokes like didn't have a family didn't have a girlfriend was a super hard worker we always saw Dokes late at night at the office like that was kind of Dokes's deal but like, what's Quinn's deal? Quinn's like in the bone zone with Christine, get, getting Dolphins tickets. Do, like Quinn just doesn't seem like that guy. So why is he telling Dexter for what? 
I think we could answer, and it's a little muddy for us to get to this point, but what I what I think we fail to bring up, and I think what, what connects the pieces here, and the show does it very lazily, is when Quinn and Dexter have that dust up in the beginning when he's talking with Christine, and he's kind of like, you know, they're like, hey, stay out of this, whatever, and Dexter's like, hey, do you want to remember how we got to this point when mm-hmm. I saw that one cop saw the other cop stealing money and yeah. didn't say anything about it? So I, what I'm going to connect here is that Quinn wants to get dirt on Dexter. I guess. So, so That's the, next the only time, thing that does connect it. So the next time Dexter is like, hey, remember that time I saw you selling money? He's like, do you want me to tell your wife you were cheating on? You know? I feel like he has enough there where he's like, why were you at this club at? Yeah. Let's assume it's a late night, yeah. you know? Um, sure. It's weird, though. <laughs> Uh, I, I I think I think that's the answer for it. Just a very sloppy way to get there, um, and then, you know Dexter tells someone to tell John Farrow that he someone threw up in his car. That's how we get him out. Yeah, and that's my other. I just have it's laughably bad the way Quinn gets someone. Yeah, Dexter gets that woman to uh, go over to Farrow. Quinn break. And now, Arthur Mitchell shares his advice on children. They're just children, Kyle. You let them do whatever they want, they'd suck their thumbs and diddle themselves all day. And we're back. And we're back. Cool. We're back with part Part two of the podcast. What's up, Roxanne? I just want to bring up random people who will tweet at us and support. Like last week, our episode, if you read in the show notes, is that we discuss John Lithgow's ass. And mm. Lindsay, our friend Lindsay, was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I was thinking out loud. Do you like older men? No. Like, well, are, you, I mean, are, you, are you all about I'm that technique? You. Okay. Our friend, so Lindsay was like, "Hey, you're gonna talk about John Lithgow's ass? Like, that's that's something I want to listen to." And then, like, two hours later, she's like, "Yeah, you guys definitely covered John Lithgow's <laughs> ass." Um, there's just so many people; it's it's just cool, and you know, I just feel like we have a small little community uh, of people. Um, one of them literally was just tweeting back at me during our while we were recording, and he sort of retweeted our last week's episode uh i don't have a name i just know him as lazy stream of thoughtless thoughtlessness um says he likes video games here if he has a switch let me know um (laughs) (laughs) so he says awesome podcast which rekindled my love of dexter so i said thank you for listening everything so he he just responded while we were recording thank you let me check if we're recording we are Thank you for making my commute manageable and hilarious. I'm constantly laughing as I listen to how you try to avoid spoiling Marissa. I do such a terrible job of it. Now, I bring that up to say, do you know how much I lie to you during these episodes? Oh my God. If you think about it, if you go back to last season and think about how I knew the entire time, like Miguel kills Ellen Wolf. Yeah. And then like Dexter ends up killing Miguel. You don't have to keep, I have to like, I have to, I have to. While knowing everything that happens, I have to go come down to your level. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's really wow. hard for me sometimes to like storylines that aren't important, but they are, you know, like, I think you could kind of tell that the vacation murders was like 
one big filler. Yeah. It means nothing. That Nikki Wall thing, poof, gone. You know what I mean? Um, but so you're just th- lying to me left and right. I love you, baby. Wow. There's <laughs> another one. There's another one. The other thing I wanted to get to was the story I've been twe- tweezing. <laughs> teasing for two weeks uh our friend brad uh, on twitter um tweeted me this story that let me just read the headline here because it's so ridiculous but it's so 2019 judge tosses lawsuit from woman who said a scary dexter poster made her trip in the new york subway so seven six years ago dexter's final season was airing and some of their promo stuff uh, it was this poster of Dexter, and they put it on the steps. I'm going to show you the picture here. You can take a look at that. Got it. So this woman claims that this made her fall on the steps. So she was like suing, and then he said, like his eyes were so piercing and everything. Oh my God. Um, the judge tossed it out. But there's a really funny like um, thing about it, you know? Definitely different. Do you have anything before we jump back into our episode? Um. So something I wanted to bring up yeah. that... We forgot to do last week, but we're bringing it back this week. Our Six Feet Under tie-in. Which is... John Farrow is a photographer. The episode is based on photography. Claire, Six Feet Under. Got it. Photography. Yep. That's it? It's a tie-in. It's it's the closest thing. Okay. Where's your tie-in? Nope. Right. (laughs) So Dexter meets up with Arthur and sort of the theme for their part of this episode is Arthur teaching Dexter how to be a father. Yeah. Um, there's a moment where Dexter says like, you know, this is what life is. It's a risk. Uh, that is a callback from, and I know you don't know this or maybe you do, episode five of season one when Dexter's thinking about like being, seriously being with Rita. He's tossing bodies off his boat, and that's the voice over. Um, Dexter learned from Trinity you have to push their kids into the world. And yeah. I guess we talked about this already of, you know, recreational activities you did when you were younger. Were you pushed into the world? Uh, I was pushed into the world, and I was also stuck in a world. <laughs> Looking back, I wish I played a lot more musical instruments. I wish I did more. I did Taekwondo for a long time. Like, a lot of people that know me, and if any of my friends listen to this, which almost no one does, they would be, like, surprised to learn that about me. I bet you if you ask any of my friends... Really? Like, we have our wedding coming up, and if you go around and ask my friends, like, hey, did you know Victor did Taekwondo for, like, almost 10 years of his life, and he's a third-degree black belt? No one would know. You're a third-degree black belt? That's right. (laughs) What? (laughs) Are you learning this right now? Yeah. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, in Taekwondo, I used to. I, I mean, I've I, I've shown you, right? I mean, I have a box full of medals in that drawer right there. I used to. I so my father pushed me into like competitive Taekwondo, like smart. Like at first, it started out like, yeah, like this. Let's I've always just seen Little Victor. Yeah. In Taekwondo, Little Victor was insane. My friend Andrea. <laughs> yeah. That's all we did. Like, so most kids did like sports with basketball and whatever, and they like they had travel teams. We had that. We did the tournaments, but like we. They started going insane with it where I would start traveling to like every weekend was a tournament and you'd win, you know, and then like you'd compete for you have to compete in the state championships to get to the junior Olympics. I was in the every year we were in Florida. This I traveled a lot when I was a kid. I went to Kentucky, uh, Louisville, rather Chicago, Orlando twice, 
Um, in the Junior Olympics? In the Junior Olympics. Yeah. I didn't know that. The amount of this money. This is the new Calif- league game. Cal- California. I went for one year. Now, did your father go with you? Or you just went? My whole went? family. Oh, okay. No, I didn't, I didn't know if like that's, yeah, if that my was. Whole fa- my whole family. And like I kept, I like was good at it. So it was kind of like, yeah, let's keep at this. And like, you know, and then like a little bit later in life, I kind of like dreaded it. And like my father would use that against me to like, if you don't do good in school, you're going to go to Taekwondo. So it became like, oh my God, you know what I mean? So that's why I say like, I was pushed into the world and then I was like stuck. Yeah. Um, Looking back, if I could redo it, I would have pushed for piano. I I feel like that's almost a lot of people's our age. Uh, would you have wanted to do piano or, or something like that when you were younger or no? I would have wanted to do something, not mm-hmm. necessarily um, sports or music or like not not any one particular thing, but I didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. And and there's a lot of like community stuff that like, you know, like you yeah. have friends on teams and whatever. I feel like everyone does soccer. So we're not parents, so it's, it's difficult for us to talk. But I've heard of like other parents, whereas like if you kind of join something and you don't like it your parents will tell you like listen i get that you don't like it and like you don't have to continue to do it but you have to like finish out the season or finish out the semester or finish out something like and they you end t- up loving it they always end up loving it <laughs> but i feel like with my parents it was just like oh you don't like it okay never mind yeah you know and it's like like that's no yeah. like that's yeah. not you know your parents should have talked to trinity they should have <laughs> yes because i mean According to Trinity, your parents basically just let you suck on your thumbs and fiddle yourselves. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so Dexter and Trinity head into the woods. Um, and we're, we're sort of led to like completely, um, what, what can I say? Like, did you think this whole thing was one big misdirect? Like, what did you know? You didn't know why they were going into the woods. No. I still don't really know why. (laughs) Well, like obviously they got wood and he is building a coffin, but I, well, I guess that's Trinity likes Arthur. I got to start calling him Arthur. Um, yeah, he's getting a tree, uh, wood that he likes to build this this casket. I can't believe you say coffin after all, after you live with, you, you you're marrying a funeral director. Why why can't I say coffin? Coffin is, and you may be right because maybe he is building a coffin. But oh. I know, you, I know, I know you're not making. What, what's the difference between a coffin and a casket? The shape. Right. What kind of shape? The coffin. <laughs> what do you mean? Go ahead. What's the difference in a shape between a coffin and a casket? The coffin is a pentagon. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wait, know. Wait, wait, wait. How many sides are there to a pentagon? Five. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I just, uh, <laughs> Pentagon, I think, refers more to the sizes than the shape, right? Regardless. Am I right? Though, the shape? Um, I am, because you're not, like, roasting me right now. No, because you're right, but you didn't know you're right. That's okay. <laughs> Actually, hold on. One, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six. No, you're not right. Okay, no, but, that's what I, but I meant the shape. What a coffin is, and it's much more popular in the eastern part of the globe is a casket that tapers off at the foot so like you know what remember like the casket the coffin that dracula is in yeah where it sort of goes like yeah. that that's, that's what like, this one does is it, okay so then it does right mm. you didn't you t- <laughs> it's funny that my fiance funeral director doesn't even know the difference between a casket and a coffin uh a casket is what we are used to here in america um 
but that's the difference between the two. I This is one where I should have showed you the trailer because they cut this trailer for this episode so good because all you see is like Dex coming with the axe and it has blood on it and you see like Trinity. Because there's a moment right before and we'll get there when he kills, uh, kills the deer. Trinity... They're showing his yeah. neck, like Dexter's gonna go for his neck. That trailer, if you would like, if if I was doing this in two thousand nine, Dexter's killing Trinity next week, without a doubt. You know, um, but so gullible back then. Um, as they're driving, they hit a deer. Have you ever hit an animal or killed an animal by accident? Like no, this? Never. never. Have you? Uh, no, I just remember one time we were driving from Florida back up to New York and like a bird got stuck in the grill of our engine. Ooh. Um, that's all I can ever think of. I remember when my, my brother first started driving, he, I, I don't know if he actually ever hit an animal, but he said he like swerved out of the way because there was an animal. But then I think he was just like lying to my mom because he like accidentally like hit the curb or something. But yeah, no, I've never hit an animal. Thank God. Your thoughts on why Trinity cannot kill this deer they hit? I don't know. I don't really have thoughts on it. Um, some people, and this may sound whatever, but some people are like really crazy about animals. Uh, uh, yes. And they have like that whatever. And maybe he kind of sees the animals being like innocent versus these people that yeah. he whatever. <laughs> but But aside from that, no, I have no clue really why. Yeah, because I always thought like the the stereotypical prototype serial killer, psycho, what do you what do you, sociopath or whatever those that whole group of terms is that they are all torture animals. Sure, animals are helpless, and they like that. Um, that's well, why even I, in Dexter, kind of starts out right, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. So when this deer thing happens. Um, what I think it is, and uh, I'm going to give a shout out to our friend who makes the intro for our podcast, um, and he sent me he sent me a whole sort of like spoiler, uh, how do I call this, little rundown of the rest of the season, how it plays out, and I believe he brought up something like this here, which is sort of like part of the reason why Trinity Arthur here can't is because it's not part of his cycle, like is... His cycle does not include killing animals. Gotcha. It's almost like his own code or his own. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so and it's just like. No, that makes sense. It's like, yeah, no, no. I'll kill, I'll kill, you know, three people who fit my code, but I can't kill this guy, yeah. this thing, you know? Um, but I like how they use Harry here or even Harry's like, Dex, fucking kill him. Yeah. Why <laughs> like, are you stalling? Just, yeah. Like, yeah. what are you doing? You know? Um, but I think it is interesting. Like, he is like a perfect role model for. Yeah. Dex, who else could Dexter look up to into this world? No, yeah. Just, just so happens to be in Miami. Um, <laughs> you know, who else could he, yeah. you know? Um, so Dexter has this young sailor's overnight camping. Have you ever gone camping? Yes. People are learning so much about us this episode. I'm learning so much about us. <laughs> uh, you've gone camping where? Yes. Yeah, so I was about to say, in Florida, you don't do a lot of camping. And you can in the Keys, though. I've gone camping in the Keys like in December, January. It's nice. Right, right. Um, I de- we used to go camping in upstate New York. My my grandmother had like an RV. And my dad, my brother, and my sister would sleep outside. Me, my mom, and my grandma would sleep inside because I think I was like too afraid or something. Um, one camping trip, I ate Miracle-Gro. Uh-huh. 
Um, yes, I've I've camped. You've what? I've camped. Oh, you've camped. What about you? Yes, I've camped probably like three or four times in my life, but the most recent, I was telling you, uh, I did at this Firefly Festival. Not Fire Festival. Firefest? Nope, nope. Firefly. Um, 2013, it's like a camping music festival. Legit. It was here in America, not in... Where did they go? Where the was Bahamas. That? Bahamas. No, this was in Delaware, and I got to see the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, and then I used to go camping when I was little for like Taekwondo tournaments. It was like yeah. camping... And you train all day. In like I think I remember like camp- oh, football too. I think I remember like camping outside, like outside, like my backyard. You yeah. know, I, I don't know if I did it or if my brother and my sister did it. And I like hung out with them until I got scared and then went inside. <laughs> like, I, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I remember like that too. Yeah, I, I like the idea of camping and I think I always want to do it. But I don't know. I think it's one of those things like I think it's better off being like a when I say fantasy, it's not like I sit there and think about it. I think it's one of those things that it should just sit where it is in my mind. Like, yeah, I want to go camping one day. And I'm okay just never doing it. Yeah. You know? Um, you know what I really want to do? Like, go to a cabin one day. I But I lump that into ca- camping. No. I'd go, I'd do a cam- I do a cabin. Yeah. What else would you like to do? <laughs> <laughs> they start telling... Uh, uh, oh, what I want to say is, so when they're, Dexter's driving the boat with the kids... So I'm saying this and it, it, we have a funny relationship where I had moved to Florida about four years ago and you've been here since you yeah. were five. I was going to say like as Dexter's on this boat and they have like the back, the city backdrop and De- Dexter yells out, Biscayne Bay, you know, that's not Dis- Biscayne yeah, Bay, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's laughable that, yeah. he, that that Showtime or the show Dexter sells us that this is right like i imagine if i was living in miami in 2009 this is terrible this is like <laughs> a lot of movie companies sometimes will film in canada because it's a hell of a lot cheaper um as you could tell a movie has a really low budget but they try to pass it off as new york city and it's like laughably bad this is terrible that they make this biscayne bay that's funny and that you know unless only people that listen to us in south florida know what we're talking about but if you ever just look at biscayne bay and biscayne bay is when they do shots of miami metro if you look out the miami metro window when they're in that's biscayne bay Mm -hmm. part of it that ain't the same no it's just funny how they clever because i bet you 90 percent of the audience yeah. No idea what we're talking about. So they're telling scary, scary stories. And I think it's just like adorable and also absolutely terrible when Dexter tries to tell his scary story. Oh my God. And I always remember this scene. It's like, I guess the story he isn't telling so bad, but all of a sudden he's like bringing up his dead sister. Yeah, no, it's bad. <laughs> um, he was born in a bathtub of blood. Yeah. That's yeah. it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I also love like how the the other father tries to save him yeah it's like and he hits his thumb and cries like a little baby i love too how like dexter picks it up right away like oh that was probably like really bad like like dexter doesn't even get like upset or flinch or miss a beat it's just like yep and then you know cody's like oh that was that was a funny story he was like yeah (laughs) you know like just totally goes with it and then with the amount of boating in this episode, I wonder if this is the episode where Dexter crashes, or rather Michael C. Hall oh, crashes. Oh, probably, right? I've been trying to find this out. I know you out. have, yeah. Um, I bet you it is, though. And I'll tell you what, like, and, but here's the thing, though. I think he may have said this before this season, so I um, think it... I th- I, it. So uh, our friend Janet sends me a lot of the interviews that 
the the Dexter cast does, like the the Paley Center or whatever. And I haven't gotten around to watching them yet, but I wonder if somewhere in there he they say what episode it is or what season. Regardless, so Dexter leaves and goes to kill Pharaoh. I think this kill room and the way this this scene, the way it's set up and everything, I think it's like one of the more better done yeah like artistic because i just like the way there's like the flashing and then like the kill room is almost essentially like a photo shoot yeah i don't know what pharaoh is laying on to be killed but it's like it it's almost cool. looks like a spotlight though right yeah it, it, just, it feels like he's killing inside yeah. a photo shoot and like the slideshow of the woman he's killed yeah like you know i i, I don't know it's just definitely super clever yeah like it's it's for whatever this episode lacks it does make it up there yeah you know um The and while he's talking to Pharaoh, there's a lot of mention of this actual slack tide, you know. Did you and I I doubt it, but I'll let you speak for yourself here. Uh were you able to like detect or anything that this guy was innocent and he actually didn't kill her? You know what it's funny, and I'm not gonna sit here and say that I knew the whole time because I definitely did not. But um he was and I'm sure you could correct me if I'm wrong or someone else, but he's like the only person that didn't like admit to it or, or even not even admit to it. Just, but just say, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like, it's like you kind of know you're dying and maybe like how Dexter sometimes likes to tell people that he's going to kill that he kills people or like, you know, Dexter likes to get that out to kind of feel that release. So it's like, you just think that some of these people that he kills, they know they're dying. They're on this table, they're strapped down. So then it's like, you know, they can finally say like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it, whatever. And this guy was like, I did not kill her. Like he was adamant that he did not kill her. And I definitely remember thinking like, huh, and not even thinking that maybe he didn't do it, but almost more so thinking like that's just weird that he didn't like admit it or say I'm sorry or say it was a mis- you know that there was something there. And then when they were um, in the back in the police station and they brought in that other guy, I knew right away. It's it's something like once you know, and I'm watching, it's like damn, this guy's like you know trying to prove he's innocent. Um, do you know how terrifying that must be? For him where he was truly innocent. Yeah. And like, what the why is this happening to me? Yeah. And I got killed. Like, you know, and that guy gets killed for no reason. Um No, definitely awful. And like it's kind of unfortunate, but it probably happened like so many innocent people get killed all the time. Well, this is where you know, we could kind of like uh uh talk about the end of the episode with this montage and we learn where Dexter ends up killing the wrong person. Um and we'll talk about the montage, but this is kind of where, like, the season two debate of, like, is the Bay Harbor Butcher good or evil? Yeah. Like, well, this guy went, did not meet, met Dexter's bar code, but he was innocent. So, you, you know, like, yeah. is, how great is Dexter? Yeah. Is Dex, Dexter is a service where he's taking out the bad people. You know, we're, we were in this perfect sanitized world where Dexter only kills the bad people. This is what, like, you know, this is yeah. terrible, actually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's really I frightening guess, to think about. Sure. And I guess, like, everyone has accidents and everyone, like, messes up from time to time. But when you're doing what Dexter does and you're, like, taking yeah. lives, right. you can't mess. I mean, you, sh- you just, you can't do that, you know, obviously. But, like, you can't mess up with that stuff. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And when you do it, that's why, like, the consequences are so much more. Before we get to the end of the episode, I want to bring up, like, Deb brings the Trinity case to LaGuardia. Yeah. Uh, and the 
Could you imagine what kind of world Dexter is living in where he knows who Trinity is and Deb, he's letting Deb just like go out and like do this? But I feel like this has been every season. Yes, I think the difference here is though, Trinity shot Deb and tried to kill her. But <laughs> you do know we I mean? know for sure that he did? I mean... Like I know that Deb believes they did. I know that he probably did. But Dexter doesn't know like for certain. Sure, but... That like just the same way he thinks. No, I know John Farrow. Did yeah, that. like it's the same way he thinks Trinity yeah. shot her. So it's like, of course. Um, but I think that's the difference this time around, which they're not really playing into. You know, like you 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 could tell there's a difference in Dexter when it's like you fuck with me, that's fine. You fuck with yeah Rita, the kids, Deb, like that's you know what I mean. Um, but we'll get there in terms of we have five more episodes uh our episode ends with what i like to call my favorite montage do you remember me saying last week i love this ending yes. piece did you like it because i love the music um i don't notice the music not? no really <laughs> i love the 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 music that's playing the voiceover with dexter's talking about like the sailing and yeah. how like um just all like all this stuff and we get like i said like last week was a reset episode this was kind of like a I almost want to kind of say the same thing, but I, I, there's a there's a term I'm lacking. But like you know, Deb's holding on to Lundy stuff. She's looking on as this is what she has to deal with, and like Laguerre and Batista looking at each other's culos and everything, you know. Um, and then we realize that Trinity is actually making that a, a, a coffin, yeah. not a casket, like yeah. you said before. Um, but I, we finally learn what it is. Yeah, at yeah. The end. I, I I meant to keep. I looked over at you every time. Because they they teased us like four times during the episode. Me. What happened? Quit looking at me. You're so beautiful, baby. Mm. Uh, you know, you keep looking over. Keep looking over. They keep showing him making this wood contraption. I wanted to pause it and ask you, what do you think he's doing? But I, you probably would have said, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. No. Um, but so now thoughts, predictions on what the casket is for. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this is another part of like Trinity's. It's weird because it, I feel like it can't be a part of like the whole Trinity three thing because he already did his three. But um, maybe it's another part of, or another layer of Trinity's thing. Um, as of right now, I don't think that Trinity knows about Dexter and who he is, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think he does. Um. I don't know. Maybe it's for Deb. Yeah. Dexter killed an innocent and I love slash hate the look from Harry. Oh my God. When he looks on, it's like, they. It, to me, it's like, it's like 25% what the fuck, 75% like, I am so sorry for putting you in this position where you killed an innocent. Yeah. It is at least the look I took it. Um, Yeah. And then I have the other thing here that, that this is an argument going back to Behar Butcher. That's sort of all I have for this episode. If you have anything else you wanted to bring up, discuss. Um, I don't think so. I think so we covered it all. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We have five episodes. Wow. This season flew by already. I know. Um, And we're going to start doing like two a week because we have stuff. your stuff coming up, my stuff coming up. Uh, yeah, I guess that's all we have for this episode. I, I feel like I want to bring something else up, but I really One don't. more nitpick then, if you really want to bring something else up, is that... Nit- nitpick me, baby. You would just leave Cody on a stranded island and go kill someone? <laughs> like, what if he woke up in the middle of the night? The kid's camping. A rock's not going to 
roll, you know, he's not going to roll over on a rock and wake up and notice that Dexter's not there. To be honest, actually, when he took the boat out, I was like, no, no, there's no way. And I thought um, Rita was going to catch him again. Like, I did think that Cody was going to wake up and maybe go get the other father. And then the other father was going to look for Dexter and then end up calling Rita and just being like, hey, like the boat's not here. Do you like, do you know what's going on? And I thought when Dexter came back, um, they would all be like pissed at him or whatever. Or Rita would know. I didn't think that he would, you know. Let me just say you slightly grazed upon something that may or may not happen. Ooh, spoiler. So with that being said, we will talk to you next week. Adios. Thank you.